This is Malotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Good morning, everyone. This is Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. Welcome to our Malotsky on Money podcast. We have with us Mr. Stanley H. Humble Pie Malotsky. <laughs> Humble Pie, get out. <laughs> Well, good morning, everybody. It is morning, isn't it, still? Or oh, whatever yeah. it is, afternoon. Well, welcome to today. Whatever today time of, it is, of the day it is. Right. <laughs> Thank you. And Mr. Tony Shore. Yeah, great to be here, guys. Really fun and uh, good to be talking to you again. Love doing the show with you each week. Thanks for having me on. I've had a crazy week just uh, getting into the fall weather you know and uh we were talking before the show our teams are our relative <laughs> sports teams not doing so well they not, will get better they will get better well <laughs> your team might i don't know i'm, I'm not worried about it. and that's yeah, i'm knows? worried about the vikings right now my that's my team the minnesota yeah. vikings yeah. and pro football and woo, yeah they are they're hurting they need they have no defense so that neither, that's tough neither do our philadelphia eagles but yeah <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, we both struggle. The weather's been beautiful, so we'll go with that. Yeah, fall. I, I actually fall is probably my favorite month. Yeah, ours Love too. Love seeing the leaves turn. And... I just don't like what comes after the fall. But uh... yeah, oh, you and me both. I mean, <laughs> in Minnesota, it's like you get you get about nine months of winter, six to nine yeah. months of winter. So <laughs> that's well, no that's fun. What, that's what makes you so healthy and robust. Mm. contending with that weather yeah yeah i don't know about that <laughs> we'll go with it though so lee how about you what's going on in your life right now i'm actually very happy to have the fall here and i don't mind the winter no. oh well, I, well, i'm not our, a summer you, person our, no neither am i but our, just our a, winters are not that bad i don't want to say it out loud but they really are not <laughs> yeah, that you don't bad. Want to I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather bundle up and snuggle with the uh yeah yeah bun- sure bundler yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. yeah, all good. So well, with that I have, in mind, let let we, us uh, proceed with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's our topic for today, Lee? We're gonna talk a little bit about fiduciary relationships. Oh, you use the F word. Uh, you better explain. Oh, you better. It sounds out. like a dirty word. So you better explain that. I know it's a good thing, though. You better explain that to our listeners. So th- there are um, out there in the world of investing, there are fiduciaries, and there are. Uh, groups of folks that are non-fiduciaries. So if you are a fiduciary, the Malotsky Tax Advisory Group is a fiduciary. We are a what we call a registered investment advisory firm. <clears throat> we custody our assets at a place called Pershing. Pershing is our custodian. And we have a fiduciary relationship with uh, whoever is decides to have us help them or guide them and assist them in managing their assets. So those assets are held at Pershing, um, crystal clear, um, very transparent, and we have what we call the a um, 
our, our goal uh, to manage someone's assets. The relationship is a fiduciary one, which means that we have always take the best interests at heart of the, um, the client. We are legally responsible to do that. That's what a fiduciary is supposed to do. Legally responsible to do what is best for the client, which is what yeah, we've not, been doing. Not just suitable, but time. actually best, right? Yeah, the best, exactly. the best interest of And you're of actually the audited on that, right? Yes, we are. And we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, so it's great. important when you sit down with whomever it is that you're going to sit down with, you want to make sure that he or she or the firm that they're with is a fiduciary. Now, there there are m- many, many, um, <clears throat> many, many institutions out there. The institutions most of the time are fiduciaries, but you need to really need to understand the relationship. Um, so, and it's so, also and, key to know where that money is deposited. And as Lee mentioned before, Pershing is our custodian. Pershing is owned by the Bank of New York. They manage hundreds of billions of dollars, one of the largest custodians in the world. And we're very happy working with them. And we work with any other custodian as well. If a client is so inclined to work with uh, uh, Schwab or TD Ameritrade, we work with them as well, using that custodian as well. Yeah, and, and you guys, you guys uh, are independent. That's the beauty of being an independent uh, financial fiduciary is that uh, you both uh, can work with various organizations, uh, but you are fiduciaries. And I want to tell our listeners that if they are working with a financial professional or are thinking about it, the first question they should ask them is, "Are you a fiduciary?" And right. if the answer is no, they need to walk away from that or run. And then pick up the phone and call you guys, right? <laughs> well, that's well, be well nice, you but, know, there, there are some very competent non-fiduciaries around, but you know that's certainly uh, a thing that we're very proud of being. And it, it's also important, you know, when someone's looking around for someone to help them, they sh- should certainly know how that individual or that firm gets compensated, uh, and also to make sure that they are totally independent. We have no product line. We use whatever is best for the client at that particular time. It really means putting the client's interest first in all circumstances. That's the definition of a fiduciary. Proposed fiduciary applies to both IRA retirement plans and non-IRA assets. Now, so it's important to know the relationship that you have with the financial advisor that you work with. So now, Within that world, um, it's also important to understand the difference between investing and speculating. So today, very uh, there's a lot of speculation going on, um, and there's also a lot of investing going on. You need to understand the difference between, like yesterday, we had somebody come in, uh, net worth about a million and change. They wanted to uh, invest nine, uh, ten thousand dollars, I think it was total. And so, well, I'm sorry, we we don't do that. What do you mean? Well, can't you just, I just want to take a shot at a couple stocks. So that's speculating. We, we, we don't do that. So if you want to speculate, you can go open up a, an account somewhere and you take your best shot. So that's, that's investing is a little different. Setting up retirement plans, a little different. Um, you need specific goals, specific objectives and a plan that you stick with. And part of that plan may, may include a certain amount for uh, speculating. And 
And that's why it's important that uh, our clients, before they become clients, take what is called the color of money report, which in turn goes through where their assets are, what their goals and objectives are, how much risk they really want to take. And then they look at what they have and they realize that, wait a minute, maybe they're taking too much risk or maybe they're not taking enough based on their risk profile. So that's very important. It's, it's the backbone of our uh, analysis before we make recommendations to clients. That's so important, seriously. I mean, obviously. So so uh, the fiduciary aspect of this, it is important to get a plan uh, together that is in your best interest. And I think that's where you're going with this, right, Lee? No question. Yeah, it's all about setting up a plan. You can't just say, I'm, you know, I'm dr- driving from Minnesota to uh, Philadelphia. You need, you need a plan. You need a route. You need to suggest. You need to check the weather. You need to check certain things along the way. And an before, alternate route. Before, and you need to know how you're going to get there. Right. You're going to fly here. I don't know if you want to deal with flying. Um, although it seems like airlines are starting to open up a little bit. People are starting to fly a little bit. Um, but you need you need a route. You need a plan. You need to know how much time you're going to spend there. You need to know how much money you're going to spend. How you're going to travel. Um, how long you're going to stay, and when you're going to come home. Instead of just saying, going to Philadelphia, you just walk out the door and just start walking. Right? And, and that's, that's speculating. Cool. Investing is dev- devising, like Stan just said, devising a plan, a strategy, um, sitting down, taking about five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, answering a few questions. And the first way we get involved with <clears throat> someone is to, to do that color of money report. It kind of gives us a little insight as to what their thinking is before they decide to do anything with us whatsoever. It's like, you know, you go to a doctor's office before they in turn uh, prescribe anything to you. Uh, they want to know the history and they want to know what medications you're taking. And in some cases, uh, they want to do some x-rays to make sure that uh, uh, your toe is really broken or it's just bruised or whatever it is before they prescribe a specific set of solutions to your particular problem or where you want to go. And that's what we do. We take x-rays and we take information and then we come back with what we think is a plan which we constantly review every two, three, four months, either in person or in Zoom or over the phone. And that's critical. In today's changing world, which is changing every 36 seconds, you have to be updated and continually on top of what you're doing, more so than ever before. And then there's, <clears throat> so there are two basic colors of money once we run this report, which takes about five to 10 minutes to walk you through the 11 questions. We come back with a number. The number gives us an idea as to how much risk, if any, you're interested or comfortable with taking. And then we compare those, that risk tolerance questionnaire, that color money report with your assets. We like to take a look at where your 401k or 403b is, what's it invested in, where your IRA is, where those monies have been rolled from or to, what what the accounts look like, what you're comfortable with um, with doing with those monies, and what the goal and objective is. Is it you're gonna? So I'm, I'm working with a gentleman. He's about to retire. His wife's going to continue working for another five or six years. So he's got a little bit of income coming in from her for the next five or six years, but he's got to start strategizing. Um, utilizing a little bit less income for the next five to six years until until she calls it a day. However, he's we have to talk about it. He's also 
um, just about to elect Social Security. So exactly. that's going to that's going to come into play. But should he should he take it now? Should he wait? Um, and how how do you go about maximizing that Social Security? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You, you can based on the two situations determines when and if you're going to take not if but when you're going to take that Social Security distribution. And with the wife working. He may not necessarily need to take it now, therefore he can wait, and then it continues to build up, and he'll have to take it at, you know, 70, 72, or whatever. They've changed the rules to if they're going to. Right now it's at 70, and we'll go from there. So as we all know, Social Security is a is a, a lifeline of income um, as long as you live. So you may elect Social Security at age 62. That's as early as you can take it unless you're uh, having some medical issues or disabled, you can elect it at 60, I think. Well, that's around the corner for me, all of a sudden. Get out of here. That's crazy. How did you get to be that old? That's crazy. Anyway, so you can- I haven't changed. I know. No. My age hasn't changed. Have you elected Social Security, Stan? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I had to. I had to because at a certain age, you should take it. I mean, you can't not- You're past that age? Whoa. <laughs> Lee, yes, I, come I on. Am past, I am past it, yes. Anyway, so Social uh, Security. You're not, you don't look a day over 50, Stan. Honestly. That's exactly right. I feel it, though. Right now, I, I mean, you have to get your toe checked and your glasses checked, Mr. Tony. Anyway, so <laughs> retirement, quite frankly, is really all about math. It's it's a matter of putting the paper to the pe- pencil to the paper and figuring out what it is that you need from an income perspective. And today there are a plethora of insured retirement income solutions um, in the new world that we live in. Someone's focus is really at that point in time when they get to that 62 to 65 mark, maybe even 70. Um, It's really not about accumulating anymore. It's really about how do we draw out the most income from this block of assets or block of money that we've accumulated over the last 65 or 70 years. In the most tax efficient way possible because no matter what happens in the next month or so with the election that we are all confronted with, taxes will go higher. No matter who wins, we will be paying more in taxes next year and the year after and the year after. So it's important that based on where you have your assets, you look at making up a plan to distribute and collect those assets in the most tax efficient way possible. So let's talk about the um, three basic types of money. So not good, bad, or or dirty, but just let's talk about the three basic types of money. You mean like taxable, tax deferred, yep. tax so, free? So let's talk about number one, I'll cede to you. Taxable? Taxable. Well then you can have uh, plain certificates of deposit that are taxable. Uh, outside of an IRA or retirement plan. You can have uh, securities, which are something we lean on uh, that create a dividend flow (laughs) that become taxable uh, based on how they are structured. And that's a certain portion of your income. Your Social Security money is taxable if you earn over a certain amount, which the majority, if not all of our clients, earn over that amount, which make it taxable. So all those kinds of things, or a pension, depending on how it's structured and what state you live in, uh, in all likelihood is taxable. So you balance that out with the other two legs, the tax deferred and the tax free. So taxable, you do your tax return, even though this year we got a reprieve until July, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> Seems like a long time ago, right? 
I just paid that. <laughs> there you that's go. Right. That's good. That's, right. that's no, a good thing. It wasn't good, but no. yes. Right. You need to do it. You got to do it. You got to do. Hey, look. So taxable shows up on your tax return as reportable taxable income. Correct. Very, very simple. There are assets that also are what we call tax deferred, even though it may earn three, four, five, six percent. That interest is deferred until a future time. Well, the interest is the tax on the interest is deferred. The tax, yeah. Well, the int- the interest is deferred. Well, it's credited into the account. It's not deferred. You're getting the interest, but you're not taking it. So there on taxable yeah. interest. It's yeah. You get you get the interest right. Whether you reinvest that interest or not on taxable, exactly. Exactly. it shows up on your tax return. Tax deferred interest, even though you are accumulating that money. Um, if you take it, it's taxable, but if you, you may defer the taxes on it till a future time down the road. So some of the um, instruments that we use, if we think about it very simply, um, an IRA, 401k, 403b, those monies inside that IRA, 401k, or 403b are tax deferred. So if you have three, 400,000 in there, the interest on that, you haven't normally paid a dime in interest and taxable interest on that IRA 401k or 403b until you take that money and put it in your pocket or spend it or do whatever you're going to do with it. Take that money, take it out and spend it and and do something with it. Whatever you're going to do with it is correct. So those monies are tax deferred until currently at age 72. There are tax deferred instruments that we use outside of an IRA uh, that you may defer the taxes on um, indefinitely. And those are called tax deferred annuities. So in our practice, we use on occasion um, a tax deferred annuity. When do you have to take the interest from that tax deferred annuity? Excuse Uh, me. me. You have to take it. You don't have to take it. You don't have to take it. Well, that's not true. Technically. I mean, some, some carriers have a date where you must take that money out when you're maybe 90 or 95, or at least they have the option of forcing you to take that money out. I mean, we may, we've done things many, many years ago, having been in practice for a long time, that some of those things, all of a sudden, we have clients that are 92, 94, 95, and the insurance company says, we can't continue to pay you that guaranteed rate that we have in this contract. According to the contract, it states that when you're 92, 94, 95, whatever the contract says, you must take that money and we're going to send you to check. Where would you like it to go? So So. it's interesting you say that just yesterday or last night at some point, um, I read something about a few of these companies have come out with deferred contracts that are available till age 100. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. So you could take that old account and defer it and continue to defer it till age 100. Yeah, and of course what happens if something happens to you, you die at that point or somewhere along the way, that money then goes to your name beneficiary and then the taxes depend depending on that name beneficiary could possibly be deferred as well, or maybe not, but it could be then taxed at that particular point. So you can defer it and defer it and defer it. At some point, there's a tax liability. Can't get away. So what's interesting in a tax deferred account where there's no requirement to take the monies until it endows at age 95 or Or whatever, whatever it is, there are abilities with certain companies to stretch like to do a stretch non-qualified deposit. Just like we used to be able to stretch those assets over a um, beneficiary's IRA and a beneficiary's life in an IRA, that 
beneficiary IRA or lifetime IRA is no longer available. Those rules have changed as of this year. They've now limited, as we all know, or if we don't know, now we'll know. There is a 10-year maximization um, where the beneficiaries in an IRA may are required now to distribute those monies over a 10-year period. However, outside of an IRA, thank you, outside of an IRA, there are ways to stretch non, what we call non-qualified, non-retirement annuities over the beneficiary's life, depending upon how the annuity is structured. So those tax-deferred instruments, very interesting, are tax-deferred, no requirement, technically age 95 or 100 most likely, but really no no age restriction of 72. Yeah. Oh, carry no, on. No, yep. I'm just gonna say that there are uh, certain situations that you can create an income flow from this particular program for three people, guaranteed lifetime for three people, husband to wife, wife to child or grandchild, lifetime income for all three people, tax implications relatively negative based on the amount and based on the ages of the particular people acquiring this particular program. Three generations, or not three generations, three people, lifetime income for a single deposit. Wow. Outstanding program if a person can qualify. Interesting. So the last part of the three types of money, taxable we talked about, interest, dividends, capital gains, taxable, tax deferred, IRAs, 403Ps, 401Ks, until age 72, required and tax deferred annuities outside of the IRA. No rules and regulations on the age unless the company specific. And tax-free income, that's the best of all kinds. So tax-free. Let's not forget that little thing that we're very happy about, which is that R-O-T-H IRA. Oh, the Roth, yeah. Right, super, super, super product. Not product, but an outlet, that money coming out of there currently, I don't think they can jockey around with the tax implications on this. If you set up a Roth, all money that comes out of there is tax-free, depending on when you take it out. Has to be in there for five years. After five years, unless you have an existing Roth, after five years, then all that money that comes out is non-taxable. Beautiful product. So the, the first money in during if you take money out during the first five years of that Roth IRA, um, is principal first, not Which, not taxable. Not taxable as well. So exactly you, right. You put a hundred in or convert something. Now it may be a very interesting time this year, uh, depending upon your income brackets to consider a conversion of IRA to Roth IRA, you know, lock in your gains. We all know that because of the pandemic and all the other issues going on in this country, et cetera, a a significant amount of money is gonna have to be raised over the next, for the rest of my life, rest of our lives. Tax implications will be horrendous. Dramatic, so why not consider locking in, converting IRA to Roth IRA, paying the taxes now, and then anything in that IR, in that Roth IRA in there accumulates on a tax-free basis when you take it out, n- no liability. You already pre- prepaid it in 2020 if you do it this year. It's really something to consider doing between now and the end of the year, um, utilizing a Roth. 
Uh, municipal bonds are also tax-free. I'm not sure I'm going to recommend them at this point in time based upon interest rates being where they are. But municipal bonds are tax-free in nature. Roth IRAs are the other um, instrument that we use in a tax-free nature. So we have taxable, tax-deferred. You have control over the tax-deferred if you use tax-deferred annuities. And tax-free in nature, Roth IRA and municipal bonds. It all comes back to what we said in the original part of the discussion. You absolutely have to have a plan. You have to have a plan and a direction as to where you go. And then when something pops up that all of a sudden you can take advantage of a specific thing, uh, that's what we're here to do, to create the plan that makes the most sense for you at the particular time. So, Tony, I will uh, kind of summarize here at the end. Stan has a plan. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, Always. he does. It's called that's Stan's awesome. plan. So pick up the phone, 1-800-MONEY-SHM. 1-800-MONEY-SHM or visit our website, shmfinancial.com. Lots of information on there. Take, give us a call if you'd like a copy of our book as well, um, Safe, Secure Retirement Strategies or Secure Retirement Strategies. Um, we'll make available to you. Um, I'm gonna figure out how to do that so we can send it an ebook. I don't know how to do that, but you'll help me with that, Tony. So we can ebook. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, an yeah. ebook. Uh, you can read it on your Kindle or on your computer or on your phone. I think that's awesome. And great yeah. show. So, what's that phone number? One more time, our listeners can call to set up that complimentary consultation and get a copy of the book. Certainly. 1 800 Money, like M O N E Y, S H M, like S H M Financial. 1 800 Money, S H M. All right, and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Malotsky on Money with our hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky Tax Advisory Group and the SHM Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.